0: everyone and welcome to another episode of Cinema Rogues. I'm your host Andrew and with me today as always is co-host and regular host every other episode, Guy. Hey, it's me. Yeah, Guy's here. Like <laughs> <laughs> So, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, again, go check out our other shows. I do Board Game Barbarians if you like board games or D&D or anything tabletopy. Um I do have a show that comes out once a month. Um and you can go listen to that you can also go watch sidetail studio stuff that's what guy does so you can go on YouTube and look for sidetail studios that's s c y t a l e i don't think we ever actually spell it out i think we uh, just, yeah, i guess not i think we just assume that people that are listening to this show also are in the discord and see it spelled so well
1: that and there's only so many ways to spell sidetail and eventually you'll find it
0: i think I would do it like psychology like i would. P S Y. Yeah, I think that's how I would <laughs> I would try it. That would be my first try. Or like just S Y or Yeah. Well they, I get yeah. a
1: lot of people that are like, Well, isn't it like Skytail? And I'm like, well, okay, you know what? It can be pronounced
0: that way. It's not but it's a, K, not a it's sky. A, it's a C. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, also go check out Retro Warriors if you don't know what that is and are somehow finding the show uh randomly on a Patreon. That's that's cool. That's
1: impressive. Yeah.
0: Uh, or if you do listen to it, then keep listening away, guy. What, what have you been? Uh, what have you been up to this last two to three weeks? Um,
1: a lot. I don't know. Uh, okay, so I watched uh, all of the Mandalorian. I think since the last time we recorded, well, all season two. Yeah. I, I don't know. Has, has it been ten weeks since we recorded? It feels like it.
0: Has it? I don't think. I don't think it has. <laughs> I don't. I don't know though. So, or
1: however many episodes Mandalorian had um, yeah I don't did you Did you watch the uh, the season finale
0: yep watched all of it it was great and I enjoy it and looking forward to stuff that I don't know if we want to mention without right because it only came out this last Friday so I don't want to well I guess by the time this show's release it's going to be like two or three weeks so
1: probably something we'll like just,
0: that uh, we'll just deal with it
1: um, other than that, I watched Annabelle Creation. We tried to watch Annabelle uh, the other day, and th- yeah. w- and uh, uh, realized. Well, my girlfriend was like, "No, we've seen this." I was like, "No, we haven't." So I, so we started watching it, and then about ten minutes into it, I was like, "Wait, I kind of remember this conversation." Okay, fine, we saw it. You were right. <laughs> my bad. So it turns out she was right about it. Um, and I don't know. It's uh, Annabelle Creation's a movie. Uh, it's got Anthony La Paglia, in it.
0: I think I've heard that it's a movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was pretty interesting. Um, I don't know I, if you like that sort of genre of horror movie that is currently popular, which is, you know, like the conjuring and not the happening. That's that Mark Wahlberg tree movie.
0: <laughs> I thought, I thought the conjuring was pretty like, sp- like spooky scary. The first time I saw it, um, I didn't like. I'm not a huge like horror person. Like like supernatural stuff. Whenever it's like done, all jump scary and stuff is is pretty scary for me. But uh the the nun that movie was not good. <laughs> no, <was> real bad. <laughs> yeah, we and watched, not scary.
1: We we've been working our way through like the insidious line of movies and the conjuring line of movies. Um, yeah, and so it's we're we're into Annabelle's now. But anyway.
0: Well, there's new ones coming out, I hear. So you got more to look forward to.
1: Yay! And then in preparation right. for Wonder Woman 1984 coming out, uh, we watched Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, and Wonder Woman.
0: Maybe we'll do that this year. Not this year. This week. I don't know about Man of Steel. That one's uh, kind of a little rough to get through,
1: dude. I don't. Know, have you seen it in a while? Like I know that you are a general DC fan, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought Man of Steel was okay. I thought it was really slow, though. Mm -hmm. Um, You didn't watch any of the other ones? You didn't watch Justice League or Aquaman? Um, Aquaman I still haven't seen yet, and it's not
1: on HBO Max anymore. It went off in November.
0: Oh, weird. Yeah,
1: and then uh, Justice League, I don't really want to watch Justice League again until the new cut comes out, and it didn't seem like it was going to be super important to the Wonder Woman 1984 story.
0: Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. The, I, the trailer for the new or for the recut looks real good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I, uh, I enjoyed Man of Steel more than I did the first couple of times I watched it. It's probably been about five or six years, I would say, since I watched it. Um, yeah. And, and going back after seeing Henry Cavill in other
0: things made it better. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a, a watch. Uh, what about you? What have you been doing? I've been doing Mandalorian Season 2, like like we kind of mentioned. I've also been just watching a bunch of Christmas movies. We did uh, Gremlins, Home Alone, Santa Claus. Uh, what else? Did uh, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. We did the Christmas Carol movie that came out two years ago with Guy Pearce. Oh, is that any good? Uh, that's on Hulu. It was not. <laughs> okay. Um, it was... I don't like they made they made some choices so they for one it's two and a half hours long which is like the longest Christmas Carol that I've ever watched in my life uh, and for two they made some like choices that justify why Scrooge is a huge piece of shit Mm which I feel like is not the point of the Christmas. Like they're like, this is why he's a huge piece of shit. And this is why he justifies it. But he still changes in the end. Cause it's better to be a nice person is kind of like what I took away from it. Right. And I was like, I don't think the point of it was to be like Scrooge was raped as a child. And that's why he's an asshole. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was slow and it was like kind of painful to watch in the sense that it was just like looking at my clock the entire time, like wins, wins it over. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Anyway. Hey, so, you know what? Uh, We're going
1: to come back to that theme later.
0: Yeah. Wins it over. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and i watched a couple other christmas movies like die hard stuff like that um
1: oh yeah I, I forgot i i watched home alone and um i don't know i wa oh elf elf i watched elf with the kids
0: oh yeah we watched we watched elf too uh, they made a second one uh, nope <laughs> we did watch well we did watch the music the animated musical one that was not great oh um, i didn't know that was a thing yeah, it's on hbo hmm. um you could watch it if you want. I would rather just watch the regular elf movie. That's that's probably all you need. Um and then we watched my favorite Christmas community episode, which is the glee Christmas episode. Nice. Community. Uh anyway, I also watched Iron Mask with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was uh, not a great movie at all. I so was we'll just
1: wondering what that was. You said it says Iron Mask and I thought maybe it was also a Christmas movie.
0: No, it's Iron Mask. So it's like man in the Iron Mask kind of a thing. It was really, it was weird because the most off-putting thing. So you know how like when you're watching like a foreign film, the like the dubbed audio is obviously off from the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this movie wasn't English, and it had that. Oh no. And and it wasn't like a tracking thing. Mm-hmm. It it was like they went in and they dubbed everyone's voices again afterwards, bad, like poorly. And so like it it seems like their mouths are like moving a lot larger than they should be to talk right like that kind of stuff. And I'm, I was just like, it was really disorienting. Yeah. For, for those who can't
1: see Andrew, he just did the uh, Japanese movie overdub. Well, like, voice I just face.
0: Well, I, I didn't do the voice face. I just like exaggerated the way that my mouth is moving. I didn't actually like change what I was saying in any way, but that's kind of like how it was the whole time. <laughs> Cause at first I was like, is the did they did they do this in like a different language? And then I started like, lip-breeding, and I was like, nope, it's the same. Well, how about we get into some news? We got a lot. Yep, let's do it. Go uh, go away. I mean, right. not go away. But go away. Come on. <laughs> Take it away is what I meant to say.
1: All right. Uh, Deadpool 3 is moving forward with new writers, uh, Wendy Molyneux and Lizzie Molyneux-Loglin at Disney. Uh, they uh, wrote a bunch of uh, Bob's Burgers and The Great North. So, um, a reading about them, I, I'm pretty stoked. I enjoyed the first Deadpool. I haven't seen Deadpool 2.
0: It's good. Oh, okay. You should see
1: it. Uh, I hear I heard it was more of the same, and I enjoyed the first one. I just never got around to it for some reason.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with more of the same at Deadpool.
1: Right. Uh, there's a rumor, and I put it in news, and maybe I shouldn't, but Netflix considering Killer Clowns from Outer Space sequel.
0: Uh, I heard they were doing a remake. or Is it a sequel? uh yeah it, it, well
1: f- f- the rumor that i had going uh the article that i had uh had uh had it being a sequel um, let's
0: because l- the rumor i heard was let's just say netflix is considering killer clowns from outer space for some reason
1: yeah i don't know why it's gonna be that seems like a weird property for them to just be like yeah we're doing this um
0: i mean it's a cult classic of garbage movie fun movie garbage fun yeah
1: Fun in the garbage. The more I look into it, the more it sounds like uh, the the ki- the the killers, the the makers of the original, are trying to uh, start talks with Netflix to get it going. I don't know that it, the impetus is from Netflix. Um,
0: but I don't know. Netflix seems like a company that's just like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna milk it until we can't, and then you're fired, like, <laughs>
1: right? Or no, no, no. <laughs> Netflix is, we'll give you three solid seasons.
0: Well, yeah. I don't know about it leaving on cliffhangers. Like, I I don't know. It seems like a rash judgment by Netflix whenever it's like, like for instance, glow had a fourth season and that was supposed to be their last season. Like they had like four seasons, last season, nothing more. And then they cut it off. Like, yeah. After
1: leaving it in a, in a really weird, in a cliffhanger. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it seems like it's not something planned as much as like, man, it's not making as much money as we want itself. Like, yeah, next, next song, (laughs) Netflix, Netflix. Um, next, God, (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the big news of the month really, uh, isn't even the long news. This is going to be the shorter of the big news things that we've got, but, WB has announced that they're going to put their entire uh, film release slate on HBO Max day of theater release.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the movie world shit breaks. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, everybody that's not uh, Warner is mad.
0: Except for consumers. Right.
1: And I'm here for every single second of it. It's I, I'm excited.
0: Um Yeah yeah consumers went yay that's really cool and then everybody that wanted to make money off of Warner Brothers was like fuck you right and there is something
1: to be said about the fact that movies that were in development contracts were signed and money was supposed to be paid based on the assumption that it was going to be released in theaters um, what they're losing out money that they're losing out it's on it's
0: still going to uh, release in theaters though
1: it, yeah, well and that's kind of the, the problem right is that it's it should be significantly less money than what the what they were expecting to, to make so you people who have your back end deals that are based off of box office gross uh, are going to be uh, you know kind of raked over the coals here now yeah. my personal feeling on that and, and I have to stress it's my personal feeling is that money's going to figure it out you know eventually they're going to figure out how to make it right with the people that need to be made right Uh, as far as the people who like the production people and you, you know, you're sort of low paid people that you're generally not thinking about. Most of those people are paid up front when the movie was made and are done.
0: Right. I think you're talking about like residuals of box office, which I feel like at this point, HBO is going to have to figure out some sort of residuals from streaming, uh, which will probably have probably be how they figure that one out or just pay them off. Like be like, we'll just give you, this much money how does that sound
1: right i mean for for warners it makes sense because it's going to be a boost to their um hbo max which is going to give them steady you know revenue throughout the year so i mean it makes a world of sense these are all the points that i was making you know in in june when we started talking about how um COVID was going to change the the theater landscape forever right so right um, but that includes uh Dune, Matrix Four, Suicide Squad, um, and it, uh In the Heights, uh from from Lin Manuel Miranda, and a Sopranos prequel, The mini Saints of Newark. So, um, I'm pretty excited about all of that. Like I said, it's a very pro-consumer move. It's it's a thing that was that we don't see that much these days, um, right. in the media landscape. Uh, you don't see a whole lot of pro-consumer moves.
0: I mean, I do want to say I don't think Warner Brothers did it for consumers; they did it for money. But right, but it just happened to work out in our favor as long as you have HBO Max. Right. I don't think they're they're coming. Do they still have? And man, yeah. I think that's a that's a bigger topic we'll have to kind of <laughs> touch on. We'll do a whole later.
1: episode streaming uh, and streaming in, uh, in twenty twenty part two.
0: Yeah, because we also need to talk about Netflix Uh, raised their 4K service fee to $18 a month. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Which is the, I'm pretty sure is the highest streaming um, like money amount. Yeah, I might need and to pull getting, back on that
1: because I have not seen, I don't watch things in Netflix in 4K.
0: I I watch some things, but I don't think it's enough to where I notice the difference. And I think the only difference is the, like, $13 amount or $15, I, yeah, they even raised, like, the 1080p one is, like, two streaming devices versus four, which I don't know if I ever stream four at a time. I'm just gonna uh, yeah. yeah. You and me talking it out, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lower it. Cause... <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I mean, like, streaming... at first I was like, well, it's $4 a month, like.
1: Yeah, I mean, streaming has become so uh, fractured at this point that, you know, you're pro- if you're paying for the the top tier uh, streaming services you're looking at fifty sixty dollars a month, yeah, which is uh, getting expensive again.
0: And people would argue like, well, oh, you're getting back into cable numbers, and it's like, yeah, well, I actually pay for exactly what I want to watch versus a bunch of channels that I don't care about. Right,
1: and that's that's the big draw. Um, and and I think as long as we are seeing. I, I, <clears throat> let me put it this way it, with the streamers coming out and your big media corporations, like combining networks together, it's easier to put together packages of things that you like. Right. Um. All right. Moving on. Elliot page has come out as transgender uh, and he will continue to be playing the part, part of Vanya Hargreaves uh, because he's an actor and he can act as a, as a female character now.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was those, Many those him. Hey,
1: on a related note, I read today that Eddie Izzard uh, was uh, emphasizing that uh, she wanted she and her pronouns or some such.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. So more That's
1: people cool. becoming comfortable with who they are and expressing it publicly. All on
0: board for that. For sure. Me too.
1: Uh, Os- Oscar Isaac is set to star as Solid Snake in Sony's uh, Metal Gear Solid movie. Uh um, don't know how I
0: feel about that, but that's fine.
1: Why? Why? I, I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh but then again I've only seen Oscar Isaac in Star Wars and X Machina. Oh, and uh X Men Apocalypse.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. He just wouldn't be my first choice, but if you ask me who my first choice would be, I don't know. I I would have to put thought into it, but
1: Sebastian Stan.
0: May no, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> David Hater? I don't David Hater. Yeah, I want David Hater to do it. Right. I want him to voice over it.
1: No, no, no. I tell you what. We'll have uh Kiefer Sutherland do it and then David Hater can do dub the voice.
0: Nah. No, that's okay. Aw.
1: <laughs> all right. And and our big <laughs> section of news, uh Disney Plus released all of or excuse me, yeah, Disney Plus, I guess. Released all of their upcoming titles for Disney Plus and it's a bunch a of them. So we're just going to rocket,
0: Just rocket it
1: out we're, of our mouth holes. Absolutely. So starting with Disney, uh, Disney properties, I don't even think I have all of them, uh, but I combine Disney and Pixar. Uh, and what we've got in series, there's a beauty and the beast series coming, a Swiss family Robinson series, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the mighty ducks game changers, which Emilio Estevez is coming back for exciting. Oh, wow. Uh, a Turner and Hooch reboot for some reason. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Of Tom Hanks properties that needed a series, I don't think it was Turner and Hooch. Is it? Is it Tom Hanks? Is he coming back? I don't believe so. I think it's a re- complete reboot. Is it the same dog? Are they bringing the same dog back?
0: Uh dude, that that, that dog's been dead <laughs> for like fifteen years. I'm sure. I just I just wanted you to make someone sad that doesn't know that how long dogs live.
1: Oh, like when I made you sad that fucking Toto died before uh, World War II? Oh yeah, that was sad. <laughs> Uh, Zootopia Plus, a new series, Tiana, Moana, and a Baymax series. And then on the movie side of things for Disney, uh, there's a Hocus Pocus 2 movie coming, Three Men and a, B- and a Baby, uh, starring Zach Efron, uh, Cheaper by the Dozen reboot, Sister Act uh, with uh, Whoopi Goldberg. So I assume it's either Sister Act 3 or some sort of reboot where she's handing, you know, it was the character Sister off. Act 3. Uh, Pinocchio, uh, live-action Pinocchio with uh, Robert Zemeckis and Tom Hanks. A live-action Chippendale Rescue Rangers for some reason. That's weird. Peter Pan and Wendy, Jude Law, and I accidentally spelled that Wendy as in like.
0: Whoo, um, hmm.
1: Disenchanted, which is a sequel to Enchanted, starring Amy Adams.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, I'll I'll rock it through the Lucas Arts stuff. Um. So series we have Obi Wan Kenobi series. We've got Rangers of the New Republic. Um, is it Ashoka? Yep, Ashoka? Ashoka. I, I don't. I never watched that series. So, uh, Andor, Star Wars: The Bad Batch, Star Wars Visions, uh, Lando, The Acolyte, A Droid Story, and Willow. And then for movies, you've got Wo- Rogue Squadron. Oh yeah, uh, that's Indiana. directed
1: by Patty Jenkins.
0: Okay. Uh, Indiana Jones movie directed by James Mangold. Uh Star Wars movie directed by Takawatidi and Children of Blood and Bone.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that last one is at all, but I, yeah. cool. Um yeah, I'm pretty excited. The the reveal trailer for the Rogue uh Squadron movie uh was pretty great. Um you had Patty Jenkins who is the the woman who directed uh the two Wonder Woman movies. Yeah. Um and so no,
0: I'm I'm looking forward to all the Give me all the Star Wars stuff that's not uh the Skywalker saga please uh I almost almost
1: made a joke and I can't even explain what the joke was
0: almost going to be <laughs> it sucks um, well I'll I'll rock it through the series for Marvel and then if you want to do the movies yeah absolutely go for it uh so for Marvel we've got Secret Invasion with Nick Fury Ironheart with Riri Williams um Ar- Armor Wars sorry I almost said armory which is a cohesive game. <laughs> thing Uh, Armor Wars with James Rhodes, Loki, WandaVision, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we've known about those three for a while. Uh, The What If series, uh, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, She-Hulk. Mark
1: Ruff. Oh, yeah, Mark Ruffalo. So (laughs) She-Hulk, Mark Ruffalo is going to be in there as the Hulk. Tim Roth is going to be in there as Abomination. And She-Hulk is played by Tatiana Maslany.
0: Oh, they're bringing Tim Roth back as Abomination? That's weird. I know, right? Um, <laughs> so we got Moon Knight, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, uh, and I Am Groot shorts. It's a uh, his, series no, he's of shorts. shorts. It's, yeah. just, it's just short films. just, sh- you know, series.
1: Uh, much like today's series. Um, yeah. And then as far as Marvel movies, uh, there's a Blade movie coming. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, uh, the Excited. Eternals movie. Uh, some, most of these have been announced already, but Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2, uh, which they have confirmed they are not recasting uh, T'Challa. Uh, yep. I think if they tried to do that, it would be the worst thing that has ever happened in Marvel movies. My
0: wife and I are hoping that they bring Killmonger back, like that he didn't actually die at the end. Yeah. Uh, or his sister.
1: Yeah. I I would Probably think that their plan is too. for his sister, but yeah. I guess we'll find out. Um, Captain Marvel 2 and then Guardian of the Galaxy uh, Volume 3 obviously.
0: Now, did they say all of these are coming to the streaming service?
1: Uh, They are all coming to the streaming service, but they have not taken a position one way or the other
0: if it's going to be the same day as theaters. (gasps) I did watch Mulan. Oh, yeah. How was that? Uh, We thought it was was the best live-action movie that they've come out with yet, but that we would have been upset if we paid an extra $30 for it.
1: All right. I'll check it out then. Awesome.
0: Um, But definitely for as part of the regular streaming service it's worth it all right well you want to get into the topic at hand yes today or yeah this 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 time we're talking about over the garden wall which was a 2015 tv show um from cartoon network um and the synopsis for it is a story featuring two half brothers wart and gregory who have become lost in a mysterious wood called the unknown an attempt to find their way home with the help of a woodsman and Beatrice the bluebird. The atmosphere is in the unknown is generally menacing, although there are many moments of playful whimsy, which we will get into uh, eventually. Yep. So I was I was kind of wrong. I, I what I've read is it's twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, somewhere around there. Um, there have been other ones cartoons that that have been released in this series that are not related to what we watched. Oh. um yeah. So this is also like a comic book. But yeah, Patrick McHale worked on the Marvelous Misadventures Misadventures of Flapjack as well as co-developed Adventure Time and um he is I believe he's the creator of this, right?
1: Yeah, he is the he's the uh creator, the art director or not the art director, the uh the story and and, and whatever. He did the story for Developed it. Developed the
0: pilot, yeah. Yes.
1: Um, and he, he originally kind of had the idea in 2004, uh, but it took a good 10 years to get it, uh, produced and, and, and uh, for Cartoon Network to be like, hey, you got something, you know, in your back pocket? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got this I mean,
0: weird ass thing. And this is a mini series, so it's a, it's a 10, 15 minute episode, so it's about two and a half hours. So we decided to, or I, I thought we could do it because it'd be like, hey, it's the same amount of time as watching a movie for the most part. Um, so, art is by Nick Cross. Animation is that Robert? Mm hmm. Okay. Robert Alvarez. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. <laughs> uh, Larry Likelitter, uh, Eddie Hutchins, and Ken Bruce. And supervision by Nate Cash. Um, so, Like I said, Patrick McHale, story and writer, along with Amelia Lavari and Tom Herpich. Mm hmm. Uh, starring Elijah Wood as Wirt Colin Dean as Gregory, and Mel- Melanie Lansky as Beatrice. Supporting Royds. Roid- <laughs> supporting supporting Royds. Roids. Supported roles Christopher Lloyd as the Woodsman, John Cleese and Quincy Edicott as Adal- uh, Adelaide. That would be uh, Tim- John
1: Cleese as Quincy Endicott and uh, Adelaide.
0: Okay. And then Tim Curry. Is yes, anti-whisper. Oh, that was Tim Curry. That was cool, right? I, I didn't mean, know that. That's why
1: I put it in there. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Uh, um, you want to go through the awards
1: for me? Sure, man. Uh, it wa- it won the best TV animation, uh, Pat- Patrick McHale at the Rubin Awards. I don't know what that is, but it won it. Uh, the it Primetime did. Creative Arts Emmys won Outstanding Animated Program and Outstanding Individual Achievement in Animation uh, for Nick Cross. And at the Ottawa International Animation Festival, it got Best Animated Feature. Um, So far on Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at 92% critic score and 100% audience score. And it makes me want to go and rate it on Rotten Tomatoes because I don't know that I would uh, call it great.
0: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll get into uh we'll get into the spoiler free we i did want to mention the music is very important for this as well um and mention who did the music i'm gonna look that up real quick
1: oh yeah yeah there was a lot of music in it and i don't know why i didn't realize till like halfway through it that it was a musical series
0: uh it's the music was done by the blasting company is the name of the band and it's a it's a band that did that hmm um and a very very good music, very sad that I missed out on the there was a Mondo vinyl that came out uh in twenty fifteen for it. And it was like forty dollars and now anywhere you look for it it's like two hundred and fifty dollars for the vinyl. And I'm like and I'm like, Nope, don't like it that much. I'll just listen to it on my phone. <laughs> right. Uh, guy, what'd you uh what'd you think? Uh spoiler free. Spoiler free, it's a weird weird cartoon.
1: Um it's you know, I, I guess coming from the person who made Adventure Time and Flapjack, that's it, not unexpected, right? Um but it's a little bit to me it was a little bit darker tone than like Adventure Time is, so the absurd the absurdity of it made it darker. Um
0: I don't know. There's some really dark Adventure Time episodes. Yeah,
1: I guess that's true. <laughs> um but I I mean overall um I didn't enjoy it until about the eighth episode um yeah. and or no, it was the ninth episode. there's a specific episode that that sort of grounded it in a in in reality for me, I guess, yeah. which helped me enjoy it more um so we'll, overall we'll talk about that in
0: the spoiler section what's that? I said we'll talk about that in this how it grounds it in the spoiler section,
1: yeah for sure, um, but I mean overall, it was an interesting adventure. Um I think uh, you had mentioned I I, t- I said we'd get back to this. I, I found myself within the first 5 minutes of the first episode l- like being like is this over yet though. So even though You're right at the beginning, no. Yeah, <laughs> so even though they're only 10-minute episodes, I I did find myself like wanting to reach for my phone a lot. Um which right. which I, isn't isn't respectful to the to the art at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean there're definitely I would say there's there's a couple moments in the show that that uh, that don't grasp me either, but I think it's just I I would say I guess my my spoiler-free review it's it's a very well-crafted story uh, and very well-crafted animation along with the music is just great great music. Um, yeah, I guess we'll get into. Well, I guess the, should you watch it? I would say definitely yes. If you like Cartoon Network shows, if you liked Flapjack or um, Adventure Time, I don't know why I blinked on that. <laughs> I would definitely suggest. And if you like like musical like shows with music in it, like Adventure Time has a lot of music. I haven't really watched a lot of Flapjack, um, but I remember there being music in that. So um, if you just kind of like, goofy songs and possibly like the cutest uh asshole kid um like (laughs) (laughs) he's just gregory is just such like a a little shit yeah he is like the part in the ninth episode or like by the thing that always makes me laugh is the part in the ninth episode where they're they're about to go into that party and he goes let's get her and then Gregory's like yeah let's get her and like puts his like hands together and he's like no not like that (laughs) (laughs) like he like puts his fist in his hand like he's gonna beat her up oh man yeah there
1: there were a lot of good jokes um I, I found myself you know like chuckling even as I wasn't enjoying it you know yeah um so it's it I, I would recommend watching it, but if you're going to watch it, set aside time to watch all of it and don't, um, you don't know, treat it like a movie experience where you aren't, you know, trying to be distracted by other things. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what the first time I watched it, it was on like a Saturday and my wife and I were like, it's 10 episodes, 15 minutes. We're just going to fire through it all like in one sitting. And I think that's the, just binging it in two and a half hours is probably the best way to watch it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I would agree with that. I watched it in like four sessions and it wasn't it, I after the second session I I wasn't excited to come back to it to finish it.
0: Yeah, but you then you forced yourself because you know
1: We're doing a show.
0: That's What we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you were all you were all nice. It.
1: You're like, I mean, well, we could do something else if you want No, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah. trash it. It'd
0: be great. You made me watch following, you know, so <laughs> this is payback. <laughs> 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 um, um all right, so we'll get into the spoiler spoiler zone. Um first thing in the spoiler, which I guess we don't have the wow alert or anything. Uh we'll need to come up with one of those. We we say that joke on almost every episode. Um I'm, I'm,
1: just, I'm just gonna edit in you going, Wow,
0: just copy
1: pasted a bunch.
0: Spoiler. Boing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler zone.
1: Spoiler zone. Pew, <laughs> pew, So the, the,
0: the show is just a, a giant allegory for death Um, in different. There's a lot of like really cool breakdowns, which we're not going to get into just because we're, well, I guess we're not too far in the show, but I'll, I'll get through some of the breakdowns. But there are some really cool, like, if you're interested in it, like, breakdowns of the meaning behind, like, historical meanings behind a lot of the stuff of the show, like, or the allegories about death of the show. Like, each episode basically has at least one in it. Um And a lot of the songs, like, the the black train is an allegory for, like, the train that's going to take you to the afterlife, basically. Mm-hmm. Um and each episode is supposed to be them sinking further and further in the river that they've fallen into. So I I do want to just real quick or like in the beginning of the spoilers uh, have Guy talk about his um, breakthrough moment in the ninth episode of why the show kind of came around at least a little bit for him.
1: Sure. I mean, okay. So up until the ninth episode, the the, the, the show drops you off And you're following these two characters who are lost in the woods. You don't know anything about these characters. There's just some dopey looking dwarf dude in a hat. Well, what looks like a gnome hat and then some weird ass person with like a, was it a teapot? And he's
0: got a tea, tea kettle. Yeah. yeah, An upside down tea
1: kettle and a frog. Um,
0: and don't forget he's spewing candy from his pants, which is the, the funniest thing. Right.
1: He just randomly spews candy. Um, yeah. and so you're following them through this adventure through the woods where they're trying to get back home uh, and all this weird shit happens to these weird kids that are you know like are you know are they elves are they gnomes are they you know are, are they normal right. children are they hobbits who knows who knows what the fuck they <laughs> are Um, and then in the ninth episode you find out that the reason they're dressed weird is because it was Halloween when they disappeared and they right. got lost so they're just normal ass kids <laughs> going through all this weird shit.
0: Yep. And Gregory was an elephant. That's what the teapot was.
1: Right. So the upside down tea kettle was like the elephant trunk.
0: Yeah. And uh, then Wart was something. He never, ex- he just made his own Halloween costume and it's.
1: Right. It seems to be like part wizard, part lawn gnome. I don't know.
0: Yeah. He. It's like a Santa hat that he cut the little like fringe off of. And then a, a civil war, like blue coat. Oh yeah, 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 just around his shoulders. Uh, the synopsis says it's made from a marching band cloak. Oh, is that what? nah? Wow. All right, I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> either. But whatever. <laughs> uh, he actually like pulls out like a like a Civil War cap like from like with the coat. So oh well, yeah, I guess that makes I don't know. <laughs> the, anyway, Wikipedia so, is like, super yeah. wrong then. Yeah, probably. Um, so it, it just grounded you that it was a real, like real kids in a real situation,
1: right? Not just some random fantasy kids who had, who have magical candy powers. Like, I guess that was the thing is it seemed like there was more to them. Like maybe they had powers, maybe, you know, they, maybe their home is some weird place, like whatever. Um, but when it mm. came to the fact that, oh no, they're just normal, like humans, um, thrust into this fantastical world, I started having empathy for them.
0: I guess, like the, di- I guess that maybe that's the difference is I never really thought that they were anything more than kids, mm. and I just thought the the little kid was I thought Gregory was just a weird kid with candy in his pants for whatever reason, which you were right. And I just, yeah, I mean he had candy in his pants because of ha- Halloween, uh, which, yeah, <laughs> but and I don't know why Wart was dressed that way, but I I from the beginning for me it it felt like. Two kids in a in a magical forest, basically. Especially in the first episode when the turtle comes out of the dog's mouth and turns him from, like, a demon dog to a regular dog.
1: Yeah, uh, well, and I guess for me, from the beginning, they just seemed like maybe they were... Like, the entire world was a fantasy world. Um, right. And so that maybe they were uh some sort of fantasy characters. Um I don't
0: know. I mean like I can see why why someone would think that just because they don't explain anything. Like a hundred percent you're right. It's just two random small people in a forest at the very beginning of the show and they don't really say, oh they're brothers or oh they're children that have that are drowning. Like <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Uh Yeah, I mean like the show the show is pretty great, just just for me because the the music is one thing. Like uh, potatoes and molasses get stuck in my head <laughs> all the all the time, right? Um, and get stuck in my wife's head, and she's like, "It's just so gross." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the part that that I was shocked at because I was listening to the soundtrack by itself, mm-hmm. um, and there's the part towards the end when um, Gregory goes off to basically try to save wart and gets like a, is a part of like the tree i can't remember what the name of the tree is but uh the the tree that is made out of children's lost children's souls yeah, yeah um, from the
1: from the beast
0: yeah and in the background you hear uh like a repr like a sad reprise of potatoes and molasses oh uh it's and it's i just thought it was a sad reprise of potatoes and molasses but it's actually a sad replies of reprise of that song in latin like, oh wow okay yeah and uh that was weird but just like it's a, it's such a weirdly amazingly crafted sh- show like it shows them sinking further in, like the the more they sink further in the river the more dis- desperate everything gets by the end of the show that's when the winter comes in that's when the darkness comes in the further they get down, the colder it is. Um, another thing is that the point Gregory gets two um, pieces of um, I can't remember what they're called, but basically two tuppence for the ferryman, and that's an you know supposed to be like the ferryman of the River Styx, right? And so him throwing it away meant that they didn't have to pay for it, which meant that they were not actually going to get ferried over. Um, there's just I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff, and if you haven't seen the show, there's so much that I, I don't know if we can really talk about it without me making an entire list of like stuff. And I did make a little list, actually. Uh, All right. Let me pull it up real quick. All right. Well, I while you're doing that, that,
1: let me talk about... Uh, what's her name? Auntie uh, Whispers? Yep, Anti Whispers. Dude, I loved Auntie Whispers as a character. Um I don't know what it was about her character um and how like um she was portrayed as evil throughout the episode until she wasn't and she turned out to right. just be this like perception. sweet old lady. Yeah. I I thought it was really cool and I liked the way that it uh it sort of affected the episode.
0: It's because she walks in and she's immediately like, there's no children here, right? I don't want their bones to get or like, because uh, then their bones would be eaten and I'm hungry. <laughs> like, and it's like, okay, well, she's going to eat the kids like, and she's like this weird, huge, like lady with like a, uh, like Miyazaki mouth, like, you know, right. Am I... Miyazaki's the, yeah, yeah. He's the
1: Totoro guy.
0: Ghibli. Okay, cool. I got that right. You totally <laughs> did. Spitballing. Um, I wanted to talk about episode eight. The it's like the cloud city in the clouds, basically where they're dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the music in that's great. It's like an homage to the Wizard of Oz, homage to the Trip to the Moon, just old school animation. Um, like there's just I don't know. I really did like this show a, a lot. Um, Adelwood Tree is what it's called. Ah, uh, okay. The like the main story is just like about the Attlewood trees, which are like if you listen to like if you if you if you care to you pull up the the soundtracks on like iTunes and everything. Um, so if you like want to listen to the soundtrack, the Beast song that he sings, where it's like la 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 la, like every time you hear the Beast in the forest, yeah, 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 his whole his whole song explains what the Attlewood trees are. What does it really? yeah like his whole song is just like you know out of what trees gr- grind up for oil for like the lost children's souls like like it's like it basically explains all of it. oh wow okay um i don't i liked the i liked plot filling elements that they did that you never asked for like what like the he gregory's got the rock with him the whole time and he keeps saying rock facts oh yeah and then and then he explains where he got the rock and that it's stolen and the rock facts are aren't aren't real because it's a stolen rock hey yeah i thought that Um, was real clever and then just like everything they it's like wrapped up nicely i think is, is like i i didn't have any questions at the end of it i thought it was done as something that was like I I only watched it because like a friend on Facebook was like, this is a good show. You should watch it if you like Halloween spooky stuff, but also like kids stuff. And I was like, cool. I like some spooky stuff and I like
1: cartoons. The, uh, The rock facts were if you soak a raisin in grape juice, it turns into a grape. Yeah. Which I don't know that that's wrong.
0: I don't. I don't know either. I don't think it would. I don't think it would turn back into a grape. But you don't know because none of us have tried. And then dinosaurs had
1: big ears, but everybody forgot this because dinosaur ears don't have bones.
0: Yeah, we just don't and know. That, that would be cartilage, and that's
1: a rock fact. Yep. And then Greg stole this rock from Old Lady Daniel's yard.
0: Yep. So I like. I liked. I liked like the closing those up. Um, everything is I watched like just because we were doing the show and I don't, I didn't want to like sit there and like just write down everything that this, this lady did. So I would definitely go look up just like, it's like one of those videos. It's like a hundred things you missed from over the garden wall in like seven minutes or whatever. And like it literally everything is explained.
1: Oh yeah. I'll check that out. That sounds amazing.
0: The show, the show explains everything that happens in the show in different episodes. So like, the this old cat the game that gregory plays with the animals at the school
1: yeah 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 okay yeah
0: uh that is from a character that says it in passing in episode 9 when they're entering the house huh he's talking about baseball and he mentions a baseball game version called this old cat as gregory's passing him into the house weird so like so like everything is like it's it was really cool to and, you know, the the stuff that I picked up on that I already talked about, like the ferryman and all that and all the allegory allegories in it uh, are in those videos, too. But I was more interested in like the like like that, like the cool, weird stuff where it's like, oh, this is where Gregory got it just in passing. And this is where he got the rock. And this is like where the candy comes from, you know.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, I. It's it's funny because I especially given that the 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 show is is about what's happening to them while they're drowning or whatever. Um, it, the the fact that a lot of the stuff that that comes in their uh, coma psychosis whatever you want to call it, um, mm-hmm. is 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 seeded with little things that, that that you know that pass by, um, you know, right. in, in the same way that that real dreams are, and I, I think that's. That's incredibly clever to know that they did that.
0: And really cool. Yeah, like in well, and like the the dog from the the first episode and the windmill or the 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 mill from the first episode. Mm-hmm. Those are that's Beatrice's family house and that's Beatrice's dog.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so there's like all this weird, like cool stuff that you would probably have to watch it a bunch of times to figure out. And I would say that you do kind of watch it with a different perspective. Again, I doubt you will. Um, I might. Because... <laughs> but yeah, there's like st- once you know stuff or once you know to listen for things or just like there's like audible cues like a lot of shows do. Um, I don't know. Like it's just, it was it was a treat to watch. I will say like the first three episodes though, like watching it again, I was kind of bored. <laughs> like... <laughs> watching it the second time but uh after after that the ah, God, that potatoes in the last of the song man just gets stuck in my head like every every day um but yeah do you have anything else for spoilers
1: um not really i i would say if we're going into final thoughts that um overall i i, I found wor- watching it worthwhile um even though i wasn't enthused um like i said i, I I took a a break of a, probably about a week and a half between uh the first half of the series and the second half and 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 was reluctant to go back to it but but ultimately I think it paid off yeah. and and I might actually watch it again.
0: Yeah. I I would say that it's definitely worth a re a rewatch after like you you kind of know everything that's ha- or know what's going to happen and even like the the stuff like the opening credits scene of over the garden wall where it's got like the the archway mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah like all the different episode like stuff that you see are in little vignettes like circles around it ah huh. also well, that's clever <laughs> so um but yeah i would definitely i guess my final thoughts is i'd obviously like the show i thought it was really really good really like just made well and i think like the the old old style music also gets me so it knew it knew who it was after and it was after <laughs> me awesome um <laughs> but uh yeah we'll go into what are we uh what are we watching or what are we going to talk about next time guys well
1: uh first off if you want to watch this show that we've been talking about uh it's on HBO Max i think you can purchase it digitally too
0: it's also on hulu that's where i watch oh, it oh yeah there you go so so H- hbo max hulu and purchase yeah um speaking of hbo
1: max next time we are going to talk about wonder woman 1984 uh i keep wanting to call it wonder woman 1988 for some reason but it that's not i don't know accurate yep um so i'm i'm looking forward <laughs> to that one um I'm, I'm super stoked with uh the way that dc has been handling wonder woman lately um so yeah
0: yeah i'm excited for it i'm excited that i don't have to leave my house on Christmas day. Right, you get a um, choice that'll be that'll be great. I don't have to you know, contribute to people being forced to work on uh Christmas. Yeah. I always thought that was kind of shitty. Um Yeah, you know, I know several
1: yeah. families that that their Christmas tradition is to go to a
0: movie. Yep. I there were there were always movies that came out. And my dad was like, "Nope, we're not supporting like that <laughs> the movie industry on Christmas day." They can we're not gonna support people working. Because my dad always thought people should get it off.
1: Yeah, I I can't say your dad's wrong by any means.
0: Yeah. Well good. Yeah. And now I'm not wrong either. Go Andrew's dad. Yeah. Uh so yeah. So everybody go have some potatoes and molasses and uh And remember you can do anything
1: if you set your mind to it. That's what the old people say.
0: Yep, yeah, rocks rock facts. It's a rock fact (laughs) Bye. Bye